on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is five minutes after six here on High Tide. The forecast for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay for today. South to southwesterly winds about 10 knots, tending south to southeasterly, 10 to 15 in the morning, then becoming east to southeasterly around about 10 knots in the early afternoon. Seas below 0.5 if you're thinking of heading offshore. South to southwesterly winds 10 to 15 knots, turning east to southeasterly, 10 knots in the early afternoon. Seas below a one metre. The swell will be southerly around one metre in Increasing to 1.5 later on in the evening. There is the chance of a shower, but if you're heading to the Sydney International Boat Show, Mr. Blake, on the third to the sixth of August, plain sailing, clear skies. Well, let's speak to Timmy Stackpool. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. Good to speak to you again. Good to speak with you too. This is going to be an interesting show. I, I've got to say straight out, I'm in total bias in me coming out here. Love the amount of effort they're putting into sailing. Oh, typical sailor. <laughs> <laughs> That's true as well, and and I'm pleased to see that too, because you know sailing is one of the one of the easiest ways of getting into boating, of course, and we've got some plenty of, of great waterways all the way up and down the coast of New South Wales and, and into Queensland as well, of course, covering your listening area. But I reckon uh, that the boat show is is going to be terrific again this year. Uh, it, it's always given plenty of names as well, gentlemen. You know, the festival of boating too is sometimes what we call it within the business as well. And it's just a, a great opportunity for everyone who, who loves the, the boating uh, business, who, who loves the recreational side of it, who loves a bit of fishing, who loves a bit of sailing, to all, all come together. And I think one of the great things about the show is that it really pulls together all those, all those facets. I mean, you can, you can have an interest in, in fishing or, or not and, and still love coming to the show. I think that's one of the, the marvellous things about it. Tim, what's new this year at the show? Well, look, there's plenty of uh, plenty of new products. I, I think I've, I've, I've done a list of at least uh, 20, 25 new premieres that, that's uh, that's coming out. All, all the media stuff that I've been doing too. Uh, I, I don't know that I've experienced a year quite like this so recently. I know I know the show. I'm looking, I, I, and you know, Alan as well. I've, I've been busy with it for for 21 years now, yes. working on this yeah. show, and, and I, I think it's just been remarkable the number of new premieres that we're that we're seeing. Well, I think one of the most amazing things I'm seeing in terms of fishing is, and I love a bit of tech, as you know, is this underwater drone, oh, yeah. this, this business with underwater drones, and how you can actually use those to your advantage when you're fishing. I mean, we've had things like these these ultrasonic uh, fish finders as well, these radar fish finders that have used that, that technique, and, and we're so familiar with those in the fishing business. But I think this is next level. This is next step. And, and on the fishing stage, the main fishing stage, we're going to actually have a demonstration of that uh, every single day uh, using that giant Shimano fishing tank that's okay. so popular at these shows. And, and that's probably, I think, the, the, the thing that struck me. I mean, plenty of new stuff as well. But other stuff too, guys. But I think that, um, that that drone is going to be the most remarkable thing and how that can be used in terms of not only locating fish but, but maybe even catching them as well, which is a – that's a whole new era of fishing, I think, using these drones as well. So that's the one thing that I'm probably most excited about seeing, guys. Okay. That sounds interesting. Now, it's all at one level this year? Uh, well, that's the thing as well, because that, that's such an extensive space, that International Convention Centre there at Darling Harbour, all one level, so very easy to get to. And I think as well, part of the challenge too has been getting people from the, the, the Cockle Bay Marina across 
to the halls as well. So hopefully we've kind of made that a little bit more exciting to experience as well. There's going to be a whole precinct which actually connects Cockle Bay to the hall. So you won't actually feel as if you're, you've got two sections, sections to the show. It'll feel as if there's one whole section to guys. And actually in that, that in-between sections where you're going to cross over into that sailing hub too. And, and E.T., you, you mentioned E.T. before the news. Uh, he's actually going to have his his uh, E.T. Fishing Adventures hub in that area between Cockle Bay and the halls. But as you mentioned, getting through the halls, it's, uh, it's, it's one single level. I mean, there are multiple halls in that single level, but it'll all be on the ground level. Plenty of activity going on in there. And to be honest, guys, in terms of the exhibitors and the excitement that they've generated, that's, that's almost chock-a-block. There's almost no chance of anyone. There might be a, sing, you know, a couple of bit of space for someone to get some exhibition space in there, but otherwise, pretty much chock-a-block. And on the marina... That's, uh, that's more than 200 boats booked in there already. So it's going to be a, uh, a terrific, as I say, a sparkling new show in a way, gentlemen. And I, and I certainly hope uh, everyone who, uh, who wants to come along will get the chance to come along. Now, Timmy, you can't buy tickets at the door, can you? I think you've got to buy no. them online first. No, and that's a very important point to raise, guys. And, and it's a new era as well in terms of that too. No box office at the show. I mean, you'll, I mean if you get to the show and you want to... You know, you haven't got your ticket. Just pull your phone out and buy a phone, buy buy a ticket there, just over your phone. But but pre pre booking your tickets is uh, is of advantage too because the early bird deal is on right now. If you wait till the show comes along, you won't get that early bird discount. So twenty five dollars for a ticket over your phone or on the computer right now. There's a bit of a booking fee on top, so it'll come out around twenty seven dollars or so, maybe twenty seven fifty something like that. Hey Tim, um, but, go ahead, Kieran. No, oh, hi Kieran, how you doing? Yeah, good. Now, with that early bird, I yes. think you also go into the draw to win a ten thousand uh, yes. dollar install Bocho ticket. Cash. Bocho yeah. funds. Yeah, yeah. Bocho, Bocho cash. Yeah. yeah, so you you get you'll get the chance to. Uh, well, Blake, you were saying to me it should be restricted at you, whoever wins it has to spend it at Blake's Marine. Well, look, Alan. I mean, look, if you want to make an offer. <laughs> you could actually put forward a competition. Um, the, these that, two uh, boys are very good at spending my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an excellent idea. Yeah, but it is $10,000 worth of boat show dollars, your chance to win um, $10,000 if you buy an early bird ticket. Worth doing for that reason alone, I think, uh, to be able to spend at the show. I mean, what a great deal. Now, well, we're getting swapped with people every time we put up to give away the double pass. Mm-hmm. So, mate, I might have to ring you tomorrow. We might have to get some more. Well, I, I, more. I was just going to say, we're, we're really good at spending Blakey's money. We're pretty good at giving away your tickets too. So if you've got a, <laughs> if you've got a question for our listeners out there, they have to go via our Facebook page and hit yeah. message and send us a message. The first correct answer through will get a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. So, Timmy, the, the, the pressure's uh-huh. on you now to be the quiz master. Look, like I think, you know, what I've been hearing of the show this morning, I think Blakey's been, you know, really flogging one of his boats this morning. So no, he's selling know, LEDs. <laughs> he's selling LEDs for oh, 50 right. grand and throwing in a boat. Yes, and, and, and the boat comes along with it. That's it, yeah. Um, so not, not interested in the price because we know what that is if you've been listening, but what is the boat that Blakey has been flogging this morning and, and also yesterday too? Um, and, um, and put your message, put, put it through on Messenger on Facebook. Um, and you'll win that double pass. There you go. There's there you your go. chance for another double pass. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you very much for your time this morning. Tim, hopefully we'll get to speak to you before the boat Can show. Can I just ask one question? No, are, are no, you, no. Do you, no, you think you own the show? <laughs> oh, sorry, you do, actually. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> uh, Tim, 
the the people now that are organising, like the BIA, our, our mate Don, Dominic has moved on, and um, so we've got another mob from Queensland. Malfa. Malfa, right? Malfa, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're, and fine. they're quite experienced, aren't they? Oh, these, these are the guys that have been running the Sanctuary Cove boat show pretty much since its inception. Um, I mean, that's... That's the thing. I mean, look, look, COVID really turned the whole events industry, you know, upside down, as you know. And it's it, it's a business that, that, I, that I've worked in extensively as well. And uh, it was just one of those things. And there was the great, as we call the great resignation. People had to move on into other jobs because, you know, the big shows didn't um, didn't continue on. I think Dominic's running, I think, uh, Marine Business News now. That, that's also, great, I think he's um, CEO of the Exhibition Events Association of Australasia as well. Yeah, he yeah. knows what and he's they're, doing. They're ter- yeah, they're turning into another big operation yes. too, so he's very much involved in that. But the guys at Malfa have been taking care of Sanctuary Co for many years. They had a they had a cracker of a, of a show earlier this year. Be- beautiful weather and, and plenty of people came through. Uh, and, and looking forward to another success with the boat show coming up on the 3rd of August. Okay, now what's the hours of the show for the people who are planning to go? Yeah, so 10am um, for Thursday through to Saturday and 10am through to 5 on Sunday. The other days it closes at 7, Seven. but on Sunday it closes at, at, um, five, at 5. 5. Okay. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Tim. Look forward to no catching worries, up the guys. show. Thanks for the show too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye. Mike. I should point out that uh, in the in the lead-up to the news, Kevin uh, took out the win and will get a double pass yeah. to the Sydney International Boat Show. And just then, Frank knew that it was LED level. Uh, sorry, Stacer. <laughs> Stacer. <laughs> the SE model. Yeah. It's a pretty boat because it's got... Racing stripes on it goes really quick. <laughs> and let's check your memory. What does SE stand for? Oh, somebody <laughs> remind me. Hours. I can't. It's twenty-four think. hours. It's twenty-four <laughs> hours. Oh dear, oh dear. What, can I make that a question so I get the answer? Okay, that'll be our next question. No, send, Don't send the answer now. Send oil. <laughs> send oil. Send oil energy. <laughs> send oil. Talking sport. I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was over oh, really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at 3 o'clock and listen to Tungsy's one-liners. Pappy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around. Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms. And then, of course, Robbo. <laughs> if Tigers don't win, he always takes his happy pills before he comes on. Weekdays from 3. I'll be saying, what on earth? Is the world coming to an Aussie in charge with Tottenham Hotspur? And it's not any club. We are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur. This is 2SM. So I got invited out to watch the State Origin. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. Now, I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down at 9.30, as soon as the game was over, and kicked everybody out. Absolutely yeah. classic. Queensland are the biggest certainties to ever go around oh, in a uh, football okay. game next game. The biggest certainties yeah. in origin history. Biggest, biggest certainties to ever go around in a region. Wow. Talking sport, weekdays from three. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM.
Flight Centre, Night Centre, See the Starry Light Centre, Cruise Centre, Tours Centre, Are You Insured Centre, Stay Young, Have Some Fun, Follow the Sun, Take the Plunge, Easy Done Centre, Island Top, Over the Top, One Stop Shop, Never Stop, Your Centre, Our Centre, Flight Centre, At the Centre for 40 Years. Flight Centre. For ultimate braking performance on your off-road adventures, fit Bendix Ultimate Four-Wheel Drive Brake Pads. Their high-tech ceramic formulation provides low dust and noise while delivering high-temperature stability and exceptional fade resistance. They also feature our mechanical retention system backing plate for improved pad attachment strength. Bendix Ultimate Four-Wheel Drive Brake Pads. Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSupernetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Yes, it is more of High Tide, and we apologise in advance for that 18 minutes after six here on the program. <laughs> do you know something? I was just going to let you know. Very little, not actually. Only, not only do the fishermen and the boaties go to the boat show, but some of the high-ranking officials out of the government like to attend the boat show. Like who? Like the Honourable Melinda Pavey. Hey, is she not the governor anymore? <laughs> Good morning. She should be in charge of the country. You can't even tell the difference between Pavey and Povey. <laughs> oh, yes. Thanks very much. You dumped me straight in that, didn't you? <laughs> is that correct, Mel? <laughs> it is a little bit correct, yes. Um, he gave me a heart attack. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I couldn't let it go. When I said, I thought, nah, I've got to send, send this up to her and say, oh, I see you're in the telly now. Get <laughs> out. What do you mean? What do you mean? You know, she usually takes the message. All of a sudden, the phone rang straight away. I thought, <laughs> I got her. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, it's just the weather continues perfectly. There's snapper out there. People are catching fish, school holidays. It's all perfect. But um, I tell you, it's not perfect at the moment. North Carolina. Have you guys heard about what happened in North Carolina with a boat? A 52-foot boat was involved in a fishing marlin competition. Yeah. And they hauled a 619-pound marlin in on the last day of the six-day competition. And they were going to win $3.5 million. The local boys, it was, a, you know, this is a tournament that people like Michael Jordan would go into. Um, his boat's called Catch 23. I think that's pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, they hauled this big marmon in in the last hour of the competition. They got the, they were celebrating. They played Tina Turner all the way in to shore. Um, and they were dancing, they were singing. They'd spent their $3.5 million. And then they put the boat, the, the marlin up on the um, on the scale, 
And because a shark had taken a bite out of the fin, um, they disqualified the marlin. Exactly oh, right. That's a, that's a bit ordinary. That's the rules. That's the rules. Well, that's just not. Yeah, sport. Timmy that's Simpson would verify that. I can tell you that that's the rules. But what? But why does it affect it? It's only taken weight out of it, not added weight to it. Yeah, I know. But, but, but I that's how they've been, written the rules up. They write the rules, and I've just been reading about it, and they write the rules like this because they want the full competition of that fish the yep. whole way into the boat. I think that's the basis of it. And reading the story, it sounds like they, it was a really big marlin. It was probably at the end of its life. And it's no, probably, in the world, they grow to 1,200, 1,400 pounds. Oh, okay. All right. Well, they were arguing the point that the marlin probably had a heart attack. Because it actually, there wasn't much fight in the uh, the marlin on the way back into the the fifty two foot catcher, and that is why the shark could you know grab onto the tail of the, the marlin yeah. wasn't fighting. They might have swum him a little bit instead of bringing him straight on board, and then maybe just swim him a little bit. The shark will just attack him. Mm. Uh, so that might be the reason. Mm. But anyway. From playing Tina Turner, um, celebrating, buying a new boat in their mind. Those, you know, everything was all great, three and a half million. But at least the competition uh, did give them the prize for the the first biggest fish over five hundred pounds. So I think they get seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars for that. Oh, but, it's still, um, still decent money. Hey, yeah. listen. By the way, last week you said to me, "Oh, I'm going to talk to you after later on, Al." I thought you were going to buy the boat we spoke about last week, but I think the boat we got on. Uh, up for sale this weekend's a better boat. I think Mel might be after a 52 foot of actually go marlin fishing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought she was going to start off with a fish report the way yeah, she kicked off. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was, this is going to be good. Well, I, I could either tell you that or I could tell you about I bought um, dog clippers for the dog this week. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter said, You guys must be getting so bored. Um, and I did make for the first time last night ever um, for Kasha. Oh. Have you ever made focaccia? No. It's, oh, it was fantastic. And the best thing yeah. I can do it, I did it in the air fryer. Oh, there which you is go. apparently 60% more energy efficient. So, uh. yeah, life's, um, it's just, you know, on the mid-north coast at the moment, you know, life is just perfect every day. The weather is incredible, but I'm sure the farmers are getting a bit itchy because uh, we haven't had rain. We haven't had rain for a good couple of weeks. Focaccia pizzas work well. Yes, yes. Yeah. But isn't it... Isn't- and, Oh, sorry, Bill. I was also we. I had with the focaccia some braised beef cheeks. Oh, you're oh. very upmarket, aren't yeah. you? But now, oh. getting away from the food side of things, because it's breakfast time and we're hungry. The <laughs> true. Although, although we've got a barista now in Brendan with the coffees we get now, much better. Yeah, that's good. Oh, excellent. Right. But now well, the, my barista, my barista's called Warren. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually have our own coffee machine, like a real proper one. Yeah. Because we used to have a we used to have a cafe, so we know how to make a good coffee. Um, Warren makes it best. That's what I say anyway. That's the best way to get them out home delivered. Well, that's um, the best way to get him out of bed and keep looking after you. Now, Al's got a question coming up. Oh, here. You've, you you suggested it off air and you've palmed it off what to was Al. That, what was the question I've got, Kieran? Wind farms. It's a, yeah. Oh, the wind farms. You weren't going to talk about wind farms. Yeah, blowing okay. in the wind. <laughs> See, he, he's fair to you, you would have made a great rugby league player. You've passed that ball. Oh, it was a very good rugby league player. <laughs> I just flicked it back. Stand what, by for a tackle. Mel, what's your thought on the wind farms they're talking about off the coast? 
I was listening to a bloke talk about it. He's obviously a proponent for it. Um, it's pretty fascinating because there's a big area around the hunter, which they want to do. And the hunter makes a bit of sense because you've got a lot of the transmission and the energy sort of infrastructure there from the coal. I mean, a lot of this stuff is, is, is even now beyond the politicians. I mean, um, the coal mines or the, 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 the coal state power stations, they, they can't even get funding from banks to continue their maintenance, which yeah. is part of the issue. But, look, I'm, I'm prepared to listen to it. I, um, you know, there's a, there's a few seats and electorates. I'd love to see the wind farms off, but those that are voting for a lot of this, um, but they'd be the biggest and most noisiest ones, I'm sure, to stop it, as they have been for a few other things, like uh, mobile phone towers. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 as long as it's not visual, as long as yeah. it's not annoying people, um, and it's you know, they're not fixed structures. They're, they're on anchors. Um, that's the way I, I, it was explained. So it seems to be a pretty efficient way of um, putting some more energy in. And over time, over the 50-year life cycle of these things, it can actually bring the price down. Um, that's a good thing. But I think we've all been, you know, not told the 100% truth that, yes, over a long period of time, prices should come down because, you know, it's it's... It's renewable, but the cost of the infrastructure at the beginning is having a big impact. Yes, I didn't um, mean to laugh then, but that that is a classic line. We're not being told the truth. Yeah. <laughs> the whole well, truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah. I mean, this is big change, and it's coming. Um, That's you know, right. The banks have decided that, uh, you know, and, and, and it, it is going to be a good thing, but there's going to be a lot of pain and uh, and a lot of, you know, tough decisions on the way through. Like, you guys know I've been a big supporter of the project at the back at Kempsey, the Oven Mountain project, the pumped hydro, because you need that um, other system. You need batteries, you need pumped hydro to be able to store um, the wind and the sun when it's in excess. And, you know, there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, you know, the pumped hydro uses more energy than, than what it gives out. Well, it actually is a good use of energy and so it's not wasted. So you then use the energy when it's required. So it's a whole new way of thinking. Um, And hydrogen's coming. I've been talking to some people about hydrogen um, to to fuel up the four-wheel drive. Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? No, I think it's good. I think it's good. Anything that's going to have... I think ultimately, you know, we're going through an energy revolution that has been caused by debate around climate change. And I think ultimately it's going to be good, but change is hard. Um, but what, you know, what the scientists, what our universities, what some really clever people have come up with um, to solve these problems is actually going to be a game changer for the world. Um, and we just have to get to the, you know, to another part in the journey. It'll be easier. But, you know, I don't envy people that are struggling with um, housing prices, yes. prices um, and our energy prices at the moment. But if there's one thing, you know, I could give up, there's a lot of things I could give up, but I wouldn't be giving up my electricity. No, it's, it's, it's sad that the federal government's more worried about the voice and what they are about all the people that are struggling out there with the cost of living. Yeah, and that, that's the way it appears. And, and I can understand why people think that way. Um, and, you know, just, you know, that that. The Labor Party went to the election promising, you know, federally that they're going to fix all the climate change issues and, and energy prices were going to come down. Well, that was just, <laughs> that was just a false, false yes. thing to, to claim and an unfair thing to claim. And that's why people just 
you know, really don't like politicians and politics because, you know, we're not straight enough with people all the time. If they just, if they, if, if they lived and died by their sword, i.e., if they made a promise that, you know, if I win the election, I'm going to be kind to Kieran, and I win the election and then I'm not kind to Kieran, I should lose my job. Certainly. <coughs> well, it happens in private enterprise. Yeah. If you, if you don't fulfil mm. what you said you're going to fulfil, your obligation, That's right. then, you know, then they'll be accountable. Now, the only thing that concerns me, I have two things that worry me about the uh, the big fan going around out in the Wind water. Wind farms. Wind farms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big fan. Okay. I haven't heard from the all your hot air? activist party about... Will that kill the birds, the flight of the birds? No, it won't kill the birds, Karen. Don't worry. The birds will work out where it is. They normally the do. The whales will go around just it. Just on that, just on that, Karen. I mean, I, I, I was listening on radio to the proponent of that. They're going to be spending about $200 million over the next eight years doing the studies to show or disprove that it's going to kill the birds. Like, you know, you just can't go and put these things up willy-nilly. They're going to have to spend, you know, about $200 million and spend eight years of time proving that it's not going to <laughs> But have, hang on, what's um, the difference between being on the land or being on the ocean for the wind farms? Well, it doesn't matter whether you're on the ocean or whether you're on the land. That's the sort of money you have to spend. Oh, no, it's ridiculous, to isn't do it? environmental impact uh, uh, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say they were going to spend $200 million educating the birds then if I started to giggle <laughs> in the background. No, it's, I think that's how much they, that they've, they've budgeted for yeah. the yeah. project to yeah. the point of construction. Um, right. And, you know, even the project at the back of Kempsey, that's, that's now three years in environmental impact statement stages. So... That's, what are they, do they go and, the reason the roadmap's so slow in getting these energy projects out. Do they go and interview the birds, or how do they talk to the birds about what, what's going to be the impact? <laughs> well, well, what was that my mum and dad used to say to me, we'll talk to you about the birds and bees? <laughs> no, that's something different. different. That's slightly different, Karen. Oh, I missed out there. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other thing on the light-hearted side of things, I'm just a bit concerned about my alien friends I'll be confused when they see all these propellers going around where they're going to land. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along here. Uh, will, will there be an exclusion? Blakey, do you, will there be an exclusion zone? They normally would be with something like that. Because there's not in England. Isn't there? No. Okay. Well, no. Hopefully there's not. Well, they will attract... It's a bit different than England because a lot of the stuff in England is just off the coastline. Yeah, Um, in England. It's very shallow. Yeah, you wouldn't be going out there unless you were a commercial fisherman (laughs) anyway where they are because it's like, it's serious. But it would be better fishing around them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. If you you put them there, you're going to get better fishing. That's going to attract people. Are they going to have police out there monitoring? You know what? You you know where I'm coming from? And I'm I'm not being trying to be trivial. I'm, I'm genuinely asking a question. Are they going to put in an exclusion zone? If they say no. Then I'm saying, yeah, great, but you, you wonder you wonder about public liability because those things, when they do fail, they fail big. Yeah, but yeah, they normally you make a few noises first. No, no, that's you, you see where I'm dry. coming from, don't you, Mel? <laughs> well, let me tell you, I had a phone call yesterday. I won't mention his name, but Alan does, <laughs> and he said he they one they worried about they're going to go into the Marlin grounds. Secondly. Uh, it'll be uh, an avenue for uh, enemy enemy um, submarines. submarines to park. <laughs> they won't be detected if they park oh, under them. Oh, dear. 
Wow. So there you go. Um, I think our military surveillance work is a lot more sophisticated than that these days. Uh, it depends which way you're arguing about, isn't it? That's what it comes to. Uh, look, Mel, thank you very much for your time this morning. It's a pleasure as always. <laughs> as was, I got up and made your coffee yet? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> And I tell you what, there's little tinnies and runabouts out there on the Kalang River. It's a beautiful morning out there on the water, and the sun's up. It's just gorgeous. It's, it's great to be alive, isn't longer. it? Go and smell the roses. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have a Thanks, great week. Okay. The Honourable Linda Pavey, she's a good girl. Now, if you'd like a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show, and you know what SE stands for in the Stacer 499 Crossfire SE side console, Send us a message on Facebook now. Not senile, Kieran. It's a special <laughs> So we can let Kieran know again, again, for the 18th time, and he'll be in the draw. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. The management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis. Try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax and what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF. Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento. Awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia.
Movement that inspires. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could. 23 minutes away from seven here on High Tide. And don't worry, Kieran, you're not the only one that doesn't know that SE stands for Special Edition. Nobody's won it yet, so if you can send in special edition, send that to me with your email address. You get a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show where you can see legendary people like Paul Burt. Good morning. Hi, mate. I know what SE means. (laughs) What does it mean? Special edition. Mate, you just won a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. Congratulations. No, he did not because he didn't send it in on the Facebook mention. Yeah, yep. No, Blakey's right. Sorry, mate. You'll have to buy your own ticket. Yeah, not only that, he's got to shave his legs to be up on stage. Um, <laughs> you said that, Alan. You I said did that not say it. You said it. Oh, you are just setting people up. Left he's, right trying to, it, Blake, he's, he's trying he to. He's trying to. Yeah. we got this podcast now, so we know what you said. We can go back and listen mm. to it. I know how to get calls in and get people to go to that. Just talk about, talk about, look, you know, moving farmers, you know, coastfinders, do whatever you can. And uh, calls are coming. They're going to get flooded now. Just, just mention the word, SE. You'll be all right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, so, you, you survived the day in the Susama yesterday? Absolutely, mate. Jeez, I had fun in that thing. Oh, my God. It's like a, it's like a, now I know what a racehorse feels like. No, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Normally the old Clydesdale I'm on, you know, click it. Yeah, I reckon a Clydesdale. Uh, you like the Clydesdales there, Kieran? I like the Clydesdales. Mm, they're great. Draft horse. The old draft horse. Yeah, I, I remember, you know, all the all the baker's carts and uh, the milkmen and all that, they used to all use yeah. draft horses. Yeah, mate. I went out to Boona. Uh, about uh, two two months ago, with, uh, for sunrise and do a weather cross out there, and it was the national uh, Clydesdale uh, show, draft horse show. That'd be and good. It was huge. Yeah, there's like you know they get the winning horses and all this sort of stuff, and it was, it was really cool. It was actually really good, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, it was quite cool. I had them pulling uh, carts, and they had the, the show horses there, and you know, it, was, it was lovely, awesome. Good morning, Cliff, if you're listening. But, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really cool thing. Um, we got into the fish yesterday. Got some beautiful flathead and uh, got some nice squid, loads of squid. It was a lovely day. It was a, it was a great day, mate. Yeah, for sure there, Blake. They had a good time, mate. And the little Susan Mar, about 20 horsepower is there on the back fish, mate. It, it, it motors. It flies. That's good. It was great. It was great. forgot the anchor, but anyway. It was a good... <laughs> Here you go, so, just for you, Paul. Hey. I was thinking, how the hell am I doing that? <laughs> this is Kieran in these early days. They said she was too good for him. She was all he prayer and chic. But Ernie got his cocoa there three times every week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> Back in Benny Hill days. Yeah, that, that just scared the hell out of me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here with the dump button from. about to dump Blakey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I was 26 when I started on this show six months ago. I'm now 67. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what it does to you, mate. (laughs) So what what did you catch yesterday, seeing you couldn't anchor up? 
Yeah, no, no, no. We got some. Uh, we got some good squid. Uh, plenty of squid, actually, uh, which is good. Um, brother, brother Dougie was out there getting his slaying, and he got some good squids. But yeah, it was plenty on, mate. It was. Um, got some flounder. We got some flathead. Uh, you know, we got. Um, didn't take anything else to catch anything else. So just soft plastics and squid jigs, really. And um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was, it was a really good day. I've got a toadfish, but that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> big, big green sea toads. But it, mate, it, was a, it was a good day. Plenty of squid. The yarrow squid is what we're targeting, and that's what we caught. The yarrow squid, very aggressive squid. Um, they're not a squid that generally you see on the surface. They're a deeper water squid. Um, they tend to you know, get down to the bottom end of the channel. So you've got a high tide country now. So it's an ideal time right now to be on it and, and, and having a go for them. So... You know, they're not as um, big of a tube as, own sweepers. As, yeah. the, as the calamari squid or the tiger squid. Um, but they're still, you know, they're, they're, they're a little bit thinner. But they're a, a much, I've found them to be a lot more uh, delicate uh, squid to uh, to eat. So, uh, Did you get inked at all? Mate, the, uh, no, no, I didn't get inked. Um, the boat got inked. So, uh, <laughs> I quickly... I quickly washed it. I quickly washed it down while I was out there. I don't don't mind you. I had to lean over half a centimetre to the side to get to the water. So. <laughs> but it was good. No, we uh, we got plenty plenty of squid there, and um, and like I said, mate, I'll be ready to ready to go down for lunch today, which would be which would be awesome. Can't wait. So how? Do, well, tell the people that the best way when you're catching squid not to get inked. What should you do? I, I aim it at your mate. <laughs> <laughs> Aim it at your mate. Do you remember? want to come fishing, Kieran? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was your mate. <laughs> oh, that's it's a very fun. loose term, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, no. It, 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 well, this is the thing. See, squids have this ability to... Geez, they, they've got pinpoint accuracy. Like they will, they'll just, just squirt. And, and, and don't be confused with the time that they actually... When they, they're, they're just ejecting their... They're telling themselves away to when they're... <laughs> They're firing their ink, their ink um, bladder, whatever it's called, because you'll pull them in next to the boat and you'll leave them in the water for a little minute there. You might have the net around them or whatever, you're landing net, and they'll squirt out clear water. And you think, right, they've got rid of all their ink. No, no, no chance. Right? They'll squirt out clear water, clear water, and then you'll be able to pull them into the boat and they'll shoot out a, a load of ink and just splatter everyone. So good idea is just to be as quick as you can, get them to the boat, landing at them, try and just let them, you know, squirt out as much as whatever they can and then just as quick as you can put them straight into a bucket, into a bag or something like that. And, um, I use those fish keeper bags uh, that you get from Anaconda. They're great. A little bit of ice in the bottom. Icy cold water is always good and just dump them straight into that and zip it up. Um, so, you know, that, that's that's what we do. But, yeah, that, those things there, you can pull them in, have your rod going to the left or right, uh, not straight up and down towards you. And, um, yeah, they'll just blast away. Okay. They're pretty good. They're pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, yeah, so they're good. And uh, the way I like to cook those things um, is uh, you can use calamari rings to get the round ring, but I actually like it more. It's easier just to go flat. Uh, that means you just cut the head off um, or pull the head out with your fingers. And I cut just in front of the eyes, so I've actually got tentacles uh, and when you cut in front of the eyes, the actual beak, you can push the beak out. So you've got that, you've got the whole tentacle area, because that's awesome to eat. And you just put your, your fingers underneath the skin, around the back part of the, um, the, the tube, and just peel away the skin, and then just get a knife and just cut it up so it's flat, and then just scrape out all the gizzards. And there you've got this beautiful, white, clean, uh, flat piece of tube. And then I'll cut that into smaller squares, 
and then I'll score it, which means just cut with a knife just through the membrane, don't cut right through, um, into a pineapple. So you just go cut, cut, cut one way, turn it the other way and go cut, 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 so it's um, opposite. And then I'll coat it in a, uh, in a potato starch. Uh, potato starch is really lightweight flour, it's like a corn flour. Um, and put a little bit of spice in there. You can have your salt and pepper or whatever you want. I know, Blake, you mentioned your one the other day, which is awesome too. Uh, but that, this is another way to do it, and it just crisps up you know, yeah. perfectly. Now, nice and light and flavour. One of the biggest tricks with squid is about 30 seconds to a minute is all you're going to cook it for. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to go any more than that. Yeah. And you don't want to go under that either. Yeah. Yeah, you're right on the money. So. Next. And, and, and they taste, taste beautifully. And it's good to get a bunch. Like we got yesterday, I think it was, and you know, um, and they're good ones. Like they're really good size, and you can jump, jump on the um, the step outside Insta or Facebook page, you'll see them on there. But um, you know, that, that's enough for feed. Like that's a lot of squid, and the good thing is, if you get that many, um, you know that you're gonna you're in for a, you know, a great lunch. Have you had time to put a show together for this week? Absolutely. Today we're heading out. Yeah, like I, yeah, he sat down and did all the editing, wrote all the scripts, and had nothing, and organised all the social media. Had nothing to do with your better half. <laughs> oh gosh, she does everything. This is amazing, mate. I'm going to be honest with you. I, no, I, I don't I know. know anything about about bookface or you know all this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got no idea. I'm as useless as you know what on a ball. I, I am. I, I can't do social. I'm. I'm, I'm not even. Not, I'm not social. My wife, me, on social, like, you know, she has an identity crisis when it comes out because it's me. But um, it, it's, yeah, I, she's amazing. I love I love writing to her on your YouTube channel because I know it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the show? Today we are catching food. Um, so Aren't you doing prawns today? Did yeah. I see something about some prawns? We're cooking prawns. We're, yeah, cooking prawns but we're eating, so we're catching squid. Yeah, we're catching aloe squid just to give you all the tips and tricks how to do it because they're on at the moment. So, you know, this is the thing our show is like if there's squid on now, then, you know, you've got to show it now. You don't show it when summer when there's no squid and you're just huh? looking at a, at a TV show. Huh? Hey, that's plenty of squid in summertime. Yeah, uh, well, you still get you still get squid summertime. I mean, you know how many squid are up around um, Hamo and all those places, Blakey. There's a desert, you put the lights on around your boat at night time. There's a thousand squid sitting there. That's right. Yeah, you know, now all those areas up there, yeah. uh, beautiful. But yeah, you still get a bit summer. But um, your yeah, arrow squids are predominantly a, a cooler, a cooler winter species. So that's on okay. today, uh, and some uh, and some cooking of popcorn um, prawns, and that is that is amazing with a bang bang sauce. A bang bang sauce. Good to see. Okay, what? Yeah. Where and when? What time? What channel? Two thirty p.m. this afternoon on Seven Mate. So you can check that out. And if you if you're bored and um, travelling somewhere, just um, jump onto the Seven Plus uh, web or app, and um, you can download the other 196 shows we've done in the last four and a half years. So okay. And next Saturday, we're going to talk about who's on the stage with you. Over the boat show between oh, August the third and sixth. Time there because it's, it's well, an absolute we, corker, mate. We got we, we've got a new uh, a next new week person joining the lineup yep. next week. Can't wait to bring it here. Okay, Thanks, good on you, buddy. So, yeah. speaking of uh, that, uh, Ronnie. Uh, Abdullah just wrote to me. We were chatting during the week. Mel, uh, Mel Spikes that we're going to have on the program next week. Um, yes. She, to her credit, she's a, like a pro fisher. Like you've got no idea. She just rips them out of the ocean. She got hit, and she put the put it up on on YouTube. 
of her holding up the squid to, uh, to talk about it. Bang! Yeah. Straight on. Straight well on. Done. Hey, you asked the question. Are we going to take a break? Remember I got into trouble for not playing enough breaks? The yes. other, you know, Kieran told uh, everyone in Radio well, Land. Radio for- Kieran, what's this? Three plus one. What does that equal? <laughs> Have a look at your run sheet. We're going to take a break. Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. According to West Farmers' Michael Chaney, cashed-up international investors are going to be turned off if the voice fails. Brent Boltitude. He should have more decorum as uh, the leader of this country, and he's doing anything he can to try and tip this over the edge. The problems they have in Alice Springs. If the voice is going to change that, tell us how it's going to change that, because that's the sort of rhetoric that we're not getting from the Prime Minister. 2SN Sydney with Brent Boltitude. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. 